The SG Boys, that little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. See this island, <laughs> every grain of sand. Hear this anthem. Woo! If the voices of our friends come, whatever. Give me emotion. Come on. On the road ahead, we did it before. <laughs> And we'll do it again. Is there a key change that I'm not aware of? It's so fucking tough to sing. In my defense, mm. I was doing it with the TikTok mm. dance. Okay, okay. y'all. If in case you're wondering why my voice is like jerking up and down, because my body is physically jerking. <laughs> and Josh is just sitting there and judging me and oh. refusing to get into the National Day spirit. Hello, where's I, your patriotism? I am very, very entertained. Okay, uh, a little bit afraid <laughs> as well. This is a little bonus episode that we're putting out because this weekend is our National Day parade. Woo! Usually in Singapore, we celebrate our National Day on August 9th, our Independence Day. But thanks to Miss Rona mm. screwing things up as usual, we had to postpone it. Yeah, well, um, like that's kind of like all our birthdays for the past year and a half, right? You can't just do it on one day because we're coming in and out of lockdown all the time. It's very unpredictable. Uh, we just stretch it out to like a whole birthday month even. Right? Yeah. Spread it across. So it's I love that. Like that for um, celebrating our own country's birthday as well. I yeah. love that because I feel like Miss Rona really taught all of us that should always put health first mm-hmm. like life is so unpredictable yep. you could be dead the next day i mean touch wood so just fucking celebrate is what i'm trying to talk about like, i got dark I'm to so fast i was like whoa what? no i always get dark but i always bring it into the light you okay, know me okay, you know me okay. like let's look at both sides of the coin you know what i'm saying what also I'm saying? we have a little surprise for everyone this week i spoke to tanya chua she's a singer songwriter and icon here in singapore Actually, around the whole region, if you're wondering, who is Tanya Chua, Sandro? Tanya Chua is an international superstar, at least in the mental pop world. Um, she is a national treasure, mm-hmm. definitely, if you're Singaporean. And she's also the woman who brought us one of, I think, our all-time favorite national it's days. my so personal I'm... favorite. That's right. 20 years ago, Tanya Chua released Where I Belong. Since I was a kid, I always sensed a melancholy in this song because mm. even at that young age in primary school, I remember feeling like I don't fit in with everyone else and I didn't sound like everyone around me and my interests were different from the people next to me. And I found myself asking that question, is this where I belong? It's a beautiful song, but it made me think at a very young age about that sense of belonging, to question that, to then search for that as a Singaporean here. Something about that song is particularly introspective. I don't know if it's because like when it first came out, we were teenagers, you were mm-hmm. what, 11? I must have. Well, it came out 20, in 2001, so I was 11, yeah. You were 11, I was 13. And that song itself is quite a coming of age it's kind of song, you know, the lyrics especially. It's kind of like someone getting to the point in their lives where they ask themselves, who are they? I interviewed Tanya Chua this week because she has a brand new single out with Carla Bruni. She is a singer, a supermodel, former first lady of France. Oh, no wonder. I was like, which drag race contestant is that? <laughs> Carla <laughs> Bruni. The, the name sounded so familiar. <laughs> Tanya Chua and Carla Bruni's new single, Photographs, is out now. But I also asked Tanya what memory sticks out to her when she goes back to 2001. When Where I Belong first came out. Writing the song itself, it's like, to me, it was very surreal. You know, I was like, I just started writing songs. You know, I was I, I was just 
starting out in my music career. And not long after, you know, I have an invitation from the, is it the PAP? Or I mean, like the, the NDP committee just to invite me to write a NDP song. And I was like, why me? I'm like, I'm nobody, you know? But I just thought, okay, I'm just going to write. And then I wrote from my heart. The image that, that really stuck out to me so strongly was like, uh, because I was flying uh, so often to and fro from Taiwan and Singapore, that every time when you come back to Singapore, you know, you have to take that Changi, the East Coast Road, you know, Changi to the city. And to me, it was that the rows of trees that you keep passing by. Every time when you see that, you just know, okay, I'm home. This is where I belong. Uh, yeah, that was my starting point, you know, my inspiration for, for that song. And I, I love that, you know, even though Singapore has changed so much over the years, uh, this is one of the images that has never changed. So now when I go back to Singapore, I need to see those trees first <laughs> before I get into the city and then I'm, I'm lost. You know? That's Tanya Chua going back 20 years to when Where I Belong first came out. And that shot actually is what we see in the music video. In a cab, she's in the back seat looking at that row of trees mm -hmm. that greets you every time you touch down at Changi Airport and try to get to the city. She also looks out of the window and the vantage point of the camera takes over. It's almost mm. like that's her point of view. Yeah. And she looks at other people, ordinary people in Singapore. You could be someone playing basketball. It could be the aunties, like, you know, sitting at the bottom of the block. There's something very, just very emotive about that. And it is almost like a blue tinge over the music video mm. also that always gives me goosebumps. I don't know why. And like I said, maybe it's because it brings us back to that time when we were teenagers and growing up and trying to figure ourselves out, our, our place in this world, in this country. But I tell you, till this day, right? I'm in my 30s. And thanks to Tanya Chua, I've never felt more Singaporean than when I'm sitting at the back of a cab, <laughs> looking out <laughs> and looking out and going, wow, we truly are the Garden City. If you watch it in August, especially during mm. National Day season, it just, it fills just you. Yeah, it just makes you feel like, Kayla, good job, Singapore, you know? Actually, the sights of what we see in the music video, I really appreciate that it's everyday Singaporean things. Mm -hmm. You see buses, you see the trains, you see kids coming out of school. And it's not just like Marina Bay Sands. Not that we had Marina Bay Sands back then, we right? We didn't, yeah. You know, but these days when we see Singapore portrayed in media, it's always look at all these magnificent structures, the skyscrapers, look at Guns by the Bay. And all those things are brilliant as well. But the average Singaporean don't really go to those areas, you know? Yeah. We, we, a lot of us live in the heartlands. And I, I think this song definitely speaks to that. Speaking of that sense of belonging, I asked Tanya Chua to share some advice for Singaporeans who are asking themselves, do I belong here? Where do I belong? I may have been born in Singapore, but that sense of belonging isn't necessarily mutually exclusive. And a group that often feels that is the LGBTQ plus community. So I went rogue halfway through the interview and I shared with Tanya Chua what we do on this podcast. And with a big smile on her face, she had this to say. Oh my God, uh, before you love somebody, just love yourself first. It's such a big lesson for us to learn. You know, somehow I realized it is so hard to even love yourself, even for myself. I went through such a such a long journey, you know, to for self-acceptance, to find within yourself that strength and faith and to know before everything else, before the world accepts you, you got to learn to love yourself. And once you do that, I think you will have such a strong foundation and that core 
that no matter how the wind blows outside, you know, it's not going to tear you down. One of the few things I feel the pandemic gave us is that chance to go back into our own world, to really like just reassess or like just to break down everything that the world taught you and learn it from your, yourself. Yeah, to find it within yourself. Yeah, we have so much time. So I, I think that's that. I know it's difficult, you know, in the world where, you know, it's not just us anymore. It's the internet, you know, it's telling you who you should be. So many people having so many opinions, you know. So we got to learn how to take those voices out and, and listen to your inner voice and, and know that, you know, you are loved no matter who you are and what you are. I just want to give Tanya Chua a big hug. Tanya! <laughs> I mean, it also helps that she's Singaporean and everything and that she knows what it's like in Singapore, you know, yeah. and that, and we've all taken turns, unfortunately, to feel like an outsider, to feel like we're left out, to feel like we're not included, yeah. and in particular excluded by some groups. You could be gay, lesbian, you could be an ethnic minority in Singapore, or you could even be just that kid that was bullied at school. I really do appreciate what she said about loving yourself first, because if you don't love yourself, and when the wind blows, you are going to topple and topple hard. It definitely echoes what RuPaul says about if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Yeah. You know, this is a singer of an NDP theme song that we will continue to sing for decades to come. And to have someone that is an ambassador of Singapore in that sense speak to our community. And that doesn't happen very often at that level, at that stage by someone like Tanya Chua to have her remind everyone, hey, you may forget this because maybe you don't hear it enough, but you are loved. I think those yeah. last three words, very, very important. Yeah, that was almost an epilogue to her song. Mm. Um, <laughs> wow. No, don't you think so? Yeah. And I'm actually getting a little bit like choked up right now because I'm looking at the lyrics as we speak. Can, can I just share the lyrics, especially Please. for those who may, may have forgotten or who are not too familiar with this song? The chorus goes, Where I belong, where I keep my heart and soul, where we are one big family. I want the whole world to know I want to shout it out loud that this is where I know I belong. You know, it's that thing about us being one big family and are we really? I mean, just go on social media and you can already see every other day or week or month there is some sort of... Disagreement. Uh... Disagreement, some sort of scandal, people getting cancelled uh, and people not being tolerant of each other or not being accepting, not wanting to like accept another person's point of view. Yeah, give each other grace. And I, I even think of some of the hurtful comments that that we get sometimes. Like I remember when the TED Talk incident happened a couple of years ago for me and, and it was like a national story. A lot of the comments were, you know, just tell all these gay guys to go to America. Mm. That's where they belong, right? They accept it, they go there, don't come to Singapore. And the scariest part is when we believe it. We go back to that episode with Indu and Mick, uh, the Just Follow Law episode. It's a reality for many queer people in Singapore where we think, okay, we have to work really hard, save a lot of money and renounce our citizenship. That's the only way we can take out all that CPF money that we can't use because we can't get married and, and use that money uh, to buy an apartment here in Singapore. It's best that we just renounce, take all that money and go somewhere else where I can feel accepted, where I, I can be legally married, where we can entertain the, the idea of adopting children. It's a, it's a scary, scary thought. And it's very easy to think, okay, this is definitely not where I belong. Mm. But at the same time, this is where I belong because these yeah. are where all my friends and family are. Yes. These are where my roots are. Like, you know, that 
was where I went to school. You know, I, I'm in a cab like Tanya Chua and I'm like, oh, that's where my grandmother used to live when she was alive. That was a tree that I used to climb mm. when I was a little boy. This place is as much ours as it is everyone else's and especially those people who tell us that we do not belong and that's why I, I feel that there's always something very touching about this song because it's about wanting to shout it out loud that this is where I belong. To it's declare like, it, yeah. Yeah, to declare it, right? Kind of like that little mix song. <laughs> I want to... <laughs> I want to shout it from the rooftops. You want to own it and you want to mm. say, yes, this is Singapore. I wanna, you want to feel proud saying you're Singaporean. But the reality is, for a lot of LGBTQ people it's very difficult to reconcile that feeling of being left out or being made to feel like you don't belong yeah. and being proud of being a Singaporean deep down. Because that's what, what I mean? you're met with so much. Yeah. You're constantly told that you don't belong here, yeah. that you can't sit with us, exactly. that you're not like us. But, and, but exactly like what you said, the truth is, if I declare and I say I belong here, this is where I know I belong. Yeah. The last lyrics of that song. No matter how many people tell me you don't belong here, I don't care. I belong here. If you attend Ping Dot, right, at Hong Lim Park, pre-COVID, Ping Dot would coincide with like the National Day rehearsals and everything. And there will always be that one moment where Ping Dot deliberately times the singing of the National Anthem at Hong Lim Park with the flag fly past, the, mm. the, you know, the state flag. Very important moment, past. yeah. Not just poignant, but also very bittersweet. The bitter part comes from... You wanting to be so proud of being Singaporean, but here we are at Hong Lim Park. The only place where we can gather. to a corner. And, yeah. Year on year, there are more and more restrictions. You cannot do this, you cannot do that. And on top of all that, simultaneously, you have so many different fragments of society telling you that your love isn't true love. Or like your love is somehow deviant and wrong. That is why so many of us choke up and even cry during the national anthem. Yeah, it's tough. You have to you have to be in a place where you can say, I love you, even when you don't love me back. Even if you say that you don't want my love. Mm. Even if you don't recognize my love. But I have love for you. It's very, very tough to reach that place. But she's right. It begins from that love for yourself. Well, loving myself has been like the hottest relationship in my entire life. And I know I'm, you still struggle with it. Until you get a little bit better practicing to love yourself, you won't know how to love other people unconditionally. And that's the very important word there. Our relationship with the country, I'm not going to say I speak for everyone, but I, I feel like at least for you and me, yeah. is that it's a complicated one. You know, it's a complicated mm. relationship. On the one hand, we really love our country. We love it dearly. We celebrate when Singapore has various achievements. Uh, we mourn when Singapore's Changi Airport like drops to number three and it's not number one anymore. <laughs> right. How can you say we don't love our country? We really love our country from the bottom of our hearts. But there is always that nagging feeling at the back that because so many people feel and tell us that we are not equal, that love is tainted, unfortunately. It's like family as well, isn't it? The yeah. dynamics in a family, especially if it's really tough between you and, say, your parents, right? Absolutely. At the core, that love will never, ever change. The situation may be tense. Hurtful words may be tossed around. Actions may not reflect that love. And even if we go about having to choose our family because our family didn't choose us, it takes discipline, I think, to remind yourself, no, 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 at the core, I cannot forget. I need to operate from a place of love. 
And I need to have faith that there is some love there as well on the other side for me. Finally, we have a special treat for everyone listening right now. Our little gay podcast from Singapore found its way to Los Angeles, California, to the ears of singer-songwriter Ray Bull. He is part of the LGBTQ plus community. You may have heard his music on shows like Love, Victor. He even has a fan in Kesha. So here is a message and special performance from Rabel. Hello, SG Boys listeners. I am Rabel. I'm a singer-songwriter. Uh, I live in Los Angeles, California. I just want to send so much love to the LGBTQ plus community in Singapore. Um, so much support. You have my whole heart. And I was just listening to the Coming Out Story podcast and kind of in tears, really. I, I just really appreciate the honesty and the truth telling. And I think it's so important for all of us to have a space to share our stories and share where we come from and, and what we've been through and who we were then and who we are now. There's so much hope in that, I think, for, for others and for people listening. I remember before I came out hearing stories like that, you know, as hard as, as they can be seeing that people reach the other side of that and are smiling and sometimes even able to laugh at stuff that, you know, I can laugh at things now that I never thought I'd be able to laugh at. And I just think there's a beautiful connection of that. And I try to never forget that for everything that we've been through, someone is going through that today or tomorrow or the next day. And, and I believe that it's part of our job to hold that person's hand and to lift them up and to support them. And we, we depend on each other. And we have such a beautiful community worldwide, wherever you are, whoever you are, you're not alone. And I think that episode was a beautiful, beautiful reminder of that. Um, I wanted to play you a song for that little gay podcast from Singapore. Uh, this is called Nothing But The Love. What can make me die? What can make me live? Keep me up all night, make me wanna sleep in. What can make me never wanna pick up a bottle again? Nothing but the love you give. What can make me feel like a little child? Swear to God it's heaven when I crack a joke and you crack a smile What could find me down so low and take me so high? Nothing but the love you give Nothing but the love Nothing but the love Nothing but the love Of a broken heart What could pick the pieces up And frame them like a work of art What could take a tired soul And make it restart Nothing but the love you give Nothing but the love Nothing but the love Nothing but the love Oh, no, no, no Nothing but the 
could die in your arms right now, but no pressure. We could find some way somehow. Hell, I know people change. I guess all I'm really trying to say is, would you stay here forever? Nothing but the love. Nothing but the love. Nothing but the love. Oh no, 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 nothing but the love you give. The SG Boys. That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. The beliefs, views, and opinions expressed on this podcast are attributable to its hosts only and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, organization, company, or individual.